Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast. If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage and we'll tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, it's hard to say if it'll last. But give us just a minute and we'll give you a podcast. The Minute Podcast. Great. Thanks for joining us for another episode. As you probably know by now, the Minute Podcast is a weekly conversation between John and myself where we review a listener-submitted minute of content from TV, movie, or somewhere else on the internet, and we talk about it, try to orient ourselves and figure out what's going on. John, what are we looking at today? Hi. Today we're... (laughs) Hi! Today we're discussing a clip from Ricky O, the story of Ricky, supplied by Lion Yeti. Excellent, and this week's episode is brought to you by Cockfancy. I guess it's a monthly rooster subscription service. They'll probably mail you a bird every few weeks. I don't know. <laughs> Cockfancy.com slash MinutePod. Arbitrary discount today. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Paul, let's go over our level of familiarity with this. What What's your level of familiarity with Ricky O, the story of Ricky? I'm going to put it at about zero. What about you, okay. John? Um, so I remember stocking this on the shelves of the Frederick Best Buy, uh, hmm. as a young lad. Uh, and I also remember kind of wanting to watch it, but also knowing that it was like filled with horrible violence. Uh, but other than that, I know nothing about it. Like I know it's a Kung Fu movie and that it's violent. Uh, so yeah, that's about it. <laughs> cool. Well, a quick intro to the scene then. Um, we open on to two men who appear to be in a fight to the death in a small arena of some kind, and they chat a little bit while they fight, and then one kills the other. John, I figure we cannot avoid doing a script reading for this particular no, episode. No, I, I think that would be it'd be wrong to stop now, Paul. I think so. Well, there's there's four characters then. We've got Oscar, Captain, Student, and Ricky. Uh, oh, and right, there is a student, wasn't there? Yeah, okay. so we. I figure I can be Oscar and the captain if you can be the student and Ricky, or do we want to break it up differently? I don't know. That works fine. Uh, so I am the student and Ricky. Okay. All right. Be... So wait, uh, where? Oh, student is, okay, I see it now. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We, this is a, we have a very, very good system here. So. It's color-coded. It is color-coded. It's beautiful. All right. Cool. Okay. <clears throat> but your arm is crippled. You're still a goner. Yeah. Huh? How? What's he doing? Hey. Oh. Oh. It's a damn miracle. Ricky, you're all right. Oscar, don't do this to yourself. We'll die together. All right. You've got a lot of guts, Oscar. If I don't kill you, you won't quit, will you? Ha! Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We 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 could actually do some voiceovers. <laughs> Terrible voiceovers. Terrible, vaguely racist uh, voiceovers. Yeah. So I figure we should start by doing sort of a series of events of the fight a little bit here. Mm-hmm. So it starts with Ricky being stabbed in the arm, we assume by Oscar. This happens before the minute starts, but yes. he has a hole in his arm. Yes. Uh, and then and Oscar is holding a knife. 
A bloody True. knife, so, I believe? Yeah. It's at least vaguely bloody. Vaguely uh, and blood, bloody. Ricky hits Oscar in the back of the head, and his eye pops out of the front. Yep. Just gives him a little smack in the back of the head. An eye comes right out. Yep. Uh, Crow swoops down, eats the eye. Immediately. Very quickly. Ricky then uses his own tendons to sew up the hole in his arm, from what we can see. Or does he, like... Okay, is it that he... Okay, let's let's go through the series before we start, like, questioning it. Okay. Oscar then says, Ricky, you're all right. Um, Stabbed himself in the stomach. Ricky comes over to, like, say, hey, don't do that. And then he tries to strangle Ricky with his own intestines. Oscar does, yeah. Oscar does, yeah. Uh, Oscar then tries to stab Ricky, even though he's just sort of opened his entire stomach. So Ricky picks him up, sort of by the crotch, throws him through the air, and punches him in the brain, ending the fight. Yep. Uh, I mean, the only thing that I think I might disagree with is I don't think he sews up the wound in his arm. I think his arm is still open. Uh, because in this fight, people just inherently have the stuff inside of their bodies inside of their bodies until they're punched or something, mm-hmm. and then and then it comes out. Like uh, Oscar's guts, for whatever reason, disappear uh, the moment that uh, yeah. he stands up after uh, <laughs> after trying to strangle Ricky with them. Uh, and Ricky's arm, I think what he's doing is literally like tying his tendons back together. Oh, interesting. You know, that is possible. Um, yeah. Ugh. Based on the, the motions he was doing, I thought he was sewing it up with his own tendons, but afterwards he, like, proves that he has use back in his arm, which I guess could be because he tied his tendons back together. Yeah. Okay, one or the other. I think either one is plausible here. Yeah, I think both are horrifying and, uh, I don't know, visually stunning. Stunning? Stunning. Uh, how? Like, visually... Upsetting upsetting Effective. very visually yeah very visually affecting there you go yeah uh so it's John, horrible <laughs> the first thing that i thought after watching this through is actually about the level of pain tolerance of these two guys oh yeah quite high mm-hmm. i mean if if someone hit me in the back of the head and my eye flew out i don't think i'd keep fighting i'm not 100 percent sure like maybe if you had some sort of like ocular like problem where like your eye is already sort of like you're very sick in the eyes and so therefore like mm. maybe your optical cord is like dissolving or something or you know I, i'm pretty sure that's actually what was happening with this guy because if you noticed once his eye popped out a fountain of hawaiian punch came out <laughs> so i think he has some sort of disease of hawaiian punch ocular <laughs> nerve uh, it had completely dissolved yeah is that is that Ricky's uh, ability? Is like the Hawaiian punch, the Hawaiian punch, Ooh. <laughs> where he just like punches you and your insides turn into Hawaiian punch. It's possible. Yeah, I like that. Like, uh, like you know, Bruce Lee's one inch punch, Ricky's Hawaiian punch, Hawaiian punch. <laughs> um, Maybe. Then there's also so uh, okay. I don't know when I'm going to talk about this, but, like, I'm confused by the title of this. It says Ricky O, the story of Ricky. Mm-hmm. So, Ricky, the first Ricky is spelled R-I-K-I. Maybe it's Ricky? Like, is it supposed to be pronounced differently? And then O, as it's, like, somebody's last name, right? Like, so it's Ricky O, 
the story of Ricky, R-I-C-K-Y. Uh, are they spelled differently on the video? They are. They're spelled differently in the video. Fascinating. I mean, they're not pronounced differently, I don't think, but I, I don't know. Well, it's also possible that, I mean, that this is a really bad English dub of a movie that was not originally in English. I How I could don't you know say it, that, Paul? <laughs> well, the reason I'm bringing it up, John, is not to be so um, controversial, but really uh-huh. that it's possible the translation on the video is also bad. That's true. Just on the overall <laughs> I, I quality like, of what we're seeing here. I feel like it's very possible that the dubbing we're getting has absolutely no correlation to whatever it is the actors originally spoke on set. <laughs> it's also um, entirely possible. Yeah. yeah. Like in a, uh, you know, almost like comedic sense. Like, uh, for instance, Oscar has the best line, I think. Oh, wait, no, not Oscar. Captain has the best line where he says, all right, you've got a lot of guts, Oscar, when he's, like, strangling Ricky with his guts. And Yeah, I kind of doubt that was the original line. No, I don't think so. I'd also like to say, like, he doesn't have a lot of guts. Like, he had, like, six feet of guts at most. I'm pretty sure we have a lot more than six feet of intestine. I want to say it's upwards of 20 feet. Yeah, so, like... Turns out Oscar really has very little guts, uh, and that, you know, frankly, they just didn't, didn't stand up to the test of strangling Ricky to death. Paul, what do you think the effectivity uh, is of strangling someone to death with guts versus stabbing them with a large knife? You know, in this case in particular, he was actually pretty slow to cut himself open, pull out his own intestines, and then start to strangle Ricky. Uh Uh-huh. I would think that you'd get some shock value from seeing that happen, where you might be sort of frozen in fear, but it would have been much quicker to stab him in the neck. Or even to pull out your own intestines and then very quickly stab him in the neck. (laughs) Yeah. If the idea of, like, cutting your stomach open is to, like, get at your guts and, like, get Ricky over there so that you can, like, strangle him with your guts. Like, why mm-hmm. wouldn't you just take the knife that you have in your other hand and stab him immediately? Like... It's a good the, misdirection. It is. It, it's true. It's true. I feel like Ricky was not expecting the old gut strangler uh, move. However... Yeah, no. It's, it's just terrible. It's, it's uh, a weird move. But also, not... mm-hmm. I just noticed some of these notes. Uh, one of the notes in here is uh, from the last thing that we watched about whether or not the woman is some sort of Soviet burglar. And so, and because <laughs> oh, this is, this is, because I'm so, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, perfectly legit. That's not a criticism. Although we're going to have a talk about this afterwards, Paul. No, but uh, no, the, the thing that's funny about it is I'm so used to not seeing anything in these things and you just bringing to me like, these beautiful realizations, like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the background of that one clip and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And and so I just was like, there's a Soviet burglar in this clip? And I'm like scrubbing <laughs> around looking for, for some sort of like Russian woman or something. Yeah, so that's... There's really no Soviet burglar in this one, but for me what's almost as interesting is how attentive the crows are. Yes, the, the crows... I don't know if this is a normal occasion in this dirt pit surrounded by walls, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, that's basically what the setting is, with yeah. planks of wood sticking out of them. 
uh, out of the ground, that is. Uh, but, like, those crows pounce on that eye the moment it's out of his his eye, uh, his, his head. Like, Yeah, it, it does make me think that these battles, um, which have to come with some amount of dismemberment, happen yeah. on a regular basis. I mean, the fact that crows love eating eyes, I feel like, is a true. Well, who doesn't? That, that, really. True. true. Uh, they're like uh, people grapes. Uh, the th- <laughs> sorry. I mean, you're not you're not wrong. <laughs> no, uh, you just want to get the seedless variety. Um, what? So the 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 crows the crows eating eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're taking me off this thread every time, Paul. I'm just uh, I'm just like my brain. Is I dying. wonder why. Yes. Uh, anyway, so yep. the 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 crows eating eyes, they are in fact, uh, like it's a trope. Like I see this all the time. Like between like video game cutscenes, like uh, horror movies, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's always like a bird with an eye or something like that, and they're eating it. Is it because like when you see birds, there's a certain percentage of the population that instantly thinks that thing could scoop my eye out and eat it. I think it's actually because when uh, crows or any other scavengers are going after a dead body, they go for the softest parts first, which includes the eyes. Not my eyes. So, hashtag not my eyes, but <laughs> I, I think there is actually a scientific basis to it. Okay. So, it's not just like that an eyeball in a crow's beak is just metal, and therefore, like... Well, it's, all, we... it's also very metal. It's yeah. true. It is metal. Uh... Yeah, no, there is a there's a lot going on in this scene. There really is. What is your favorite physical effect that we see in this scene? Um, anything that doesn't involve all the horrible physical effects that we see in this scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say I would say the thing that I like the most visually, like them trying to do visually, is probably him tying his tendon back together. Uh, how about you, Paul? Which is your favorite? I really like after Oscar's punched in the head, which we didn't really mention. Oh, right. First happens when he's completely upside down in midair after having been thrown by his junk by Ricky. Yeah. Uh, so the, the first thing we see is when he gets hit, we see an x-ray of a skull being crushed or something similar oh, yeah. to that, which like, is pretty just cool. A, just a still image of a, of a skull being crushed, right? True, true, which, which is pretty cool. But yeah. what I like more than that is when Oscar hits the ground, he really lands just like a piece of meat. Oh yeah, but he no. like commits to hitting that ground hard. I'm I think it, it looks that pretty they good. Knocked out this actor in order to get that shot. It did not. They look, actually might have. Yeah, it he looked, does not land comfortably. No, it looked way too, way too horrible. Of like, uh, not necessarily like, like not like, man, this guy broke some bones landing this way, but more like there is absolutely no preservation of his face while falling mm-hmm. flat on his face. It's true, it's, it's commitment. And it looks yeah. like he landed on a hard surface. Yeah. Uh, I do kind of like that I can still basically... I Like, basically, the moment that the crows eat his eye, I forget mm-hmm. that he doesn't have an eye, uh, because then it just kind of looks like his eyes cover up in mud or blood the rest of the time. Yeah, he, he does hold his hand up to his eye hole for a couple seconds, but even he seems to forget he doesn't have the eye anymore. Yeah. Yeah. What in Oscar's psychology do you think is going on there that he's not really that upset about the eye? 
I think he right? just knows he's going to die from the start. Okay. Why? What, Paul, like, what What got us here? Why, what is R- Oscar and Ricky's story? Well, I, I have a theory, of course, mm-hmm. which is that they are acquaintances or friends from a long time ago, but not for several years because they don't seem too broken up about needing to kill each other, but they clearly know each other. And I think that they are both in a criminal gang of some kind, but Oscar has chosen to challenge Ricky to a fight to try to raise his standing in this underworld community. Uh, Oscar then dies and Ricky proceeds to take down the criminal gang because he's the good guy. I don't think he wanted to kill Oscar, but I think Oscar's the one pushing this confrontation from the start. Yeah. It definitely seems like Oscar is the aggressor here. Mm-hmm. Considering, uh, I, I'm not really, like, that makes sense. It kind of looks like they're in a prison. Uh, you know, it, it could be a prison, and that makes more sense than mine in that the, like, student group or whatever they are is yeah. of varying ages to a pretty big range. Yeah. So maybe they're not, like, in a young man's gang. Maybe yeah. it is a prison thing. Well, let's talk about let's talk about these these other people here, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. what is it? There's like a bunch of people wearing like hospital gowns, black hospital gowns. Is that what they are? I'm not sure they're hospital gowns. They look like the sort of costume that you would see in any sort of kung fu vaguely movie. period kung fu movie. Yeah. Well, the only thing I I see is like. It looks like they've got, like, ties in the front. Like, they're tied in the front, and mm. they just go down. Like, there's, like, gaps in between the shirts and stuff. I don't know. It it just seems like, and, you know, just a different garment than I'm used to seeing. But it kind of looks to me like they went to the um, bulk kung fu supply <laughs> store and just picked up a bunch of these casual robes. Yeah. So you think this is a period piece? You think this is uh Well, I shouldn't have said period piece, but I I meant more like anything from before, anything set prior to 1995. Okay. So like yeah. possibly like 80s or early 90s to back. Yeah, back it, it's back. hard to tell. I don't think it's too much older than that based on the tattoos that we're seeing in this scene, but Yeah, there's it, it basically pretty modern. Yeah. There's also, like, the cement walls, so it's, you know, obviously not, like, ancient. Uh, That's true. Although, no, like, nothing about this really feels ancient. I mean, like, there's a guy with a hook hand. I mean, I guess that could be ancient-y. Not ancient, necessarily, but just, like, more historical, less modern. Um, I think could be, cement- Which is, by the way, why I called that character the captain for our script read. Oh. Oh, right, because, okay, the captain has a hook hand. Like, uh, like Captain, uh, Captain Hook. Uh, wh- like, what does the captain look like again? Oh, there he is. So yeah, the captain. He's, he's also missing one eye. Is he missing an eye? I was wondering because, like, this well, is there, obviously shot for like video, right? Like, this is not a. Uh... Oh, and he is wearing very modern garb. Like, he's wearing. I mean, modern might not be the term to put it, but like. Uh, he's wearing like a like a, a double breasted suit jacket, uh, with a tin can with a hook coming out of it, uh, for yeah, one it's, of his it's hands. Pretty lazy hooking. Yeah, and he also has like a button up shirt underneath the double breasted coat, uh, which seems to be buttoned all the way up to his neck without a tie, 
and it looks like his his collar might be like up like he's about to put on a tie maybe maybe he's not fully dressed well it's possible it could be that this fight interrupted whatever he was doing before which goes back into my theory of whether it's a prison or a gang thing these two not being forced to fight because this leadership guy didn't even know it was happening no you got me to admit already what my theory is and then you never told me what your theory is for what's happening so i really can't decide i mean like i don't even know when this is like this feels like a very surreal experience it it's got the title of something that might be like a real thing so it makes sense that it might be a little bit more historic like you know like maybe like 70s 80s something like that but not so old that it's like straight up like there's just you know the technology is different or anything like that i i think it might be yeah. like a period piece and it's based around this guy's life and my guess is that he's been incarcerated for a crime he didn't commit and i assume he's going to break out and uh get revenge on whoever put him in jail or something well that is very possible um how many poorly constructed dance numbers do you think there are in this film (laughs) uh are you referring to the kung fu scenes or just uh dance numbers in general i meant more um bollywood-esque bollywood-esque i feel like fewer than one I think there's one to two actually. One to two. Something about two something about yeah. Something. Well, musical I mean, maybe numbers with maybe dancing. that's why yeah. like the little knotted bits on the on the clothes. Maybe maybe that's for quick, you know, costume changing. It could be. I also just think something about how bad the physical effects are makes it feel almost like a theater production to me. Oh yeah. Which oh, yeah. to me no. says maybe these are actually theater guys, and maybe there's gonna be a song and dance man. I don't know. Hmm. So you think like, so do you think that this is actually a movie about making movies? Like this is like on the scene of a set and they're currently playing out something? Nope. I just no. think it's a really poorly made film that's going to oh, have okay. a couple of dance numbers shoved oh, okay. in there. Of course, dance numbers. And then mm-hmm. uh, a CGI robot at some point, right? That's oh, Ricky. if we're lucky. That's Ricky's best friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Well, John, I I hope that's true, and maybe some combination of those things can be true, but do you think we can recommend the show to the listener based on the series of things we think might be happening? I think think we can... uh, I think I can recommend with a caveat, and that is if if you don't want to see a guy's eye pop out uh, and then him slash his stomach open and then try and strangle a person with his guts and then also uh you know be killed in the brain uh with a punch Mm -hmm. then i would not watch this if you don't want to see any of those things i would not watch this frankly like i wouldn't want to see any of those things like i don't want to see any of those things but at the same time like you know this is a a mission that we're on to explore all of the media Mm-hmm. And and so, like, I feel like it was important that I saw it, but I also was curious. So, like, if you're curious, then, yeah, go ahead. It's it's not it's not that bad, but if you if none of that applies to you, like, if you just are not interested in seeing any of that, I don't think you need to see it. I, don't I think th- I disagree. Really? Because, for me, 
yeah, there's a lot of blood and gore effects in the film, but at the same time, it's all really campy because of how, I would almost say how badly it's done, but it's done in sort of a, a primitive way. That's true. Way. There is nothing, there is nothing, when I look at this stuff, the thing that sort of makes me squirm and stuff like that are just the idea of the things that they're doing, not seeing them. So, like, if I just now, yeah. if you listen to what I was saying and you were squirming, chances are it's going to be that bad. Like, as bad as that. Mm-hmm. It, it's probably not going to be much worse than that. Um, I, th- I think that's fair for me. Right, it kind of like it, turned me around on that. that makes sense. It might be a good two to three beer movie. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Like, like yeah. I, I would say this is like a... Is this a bad movie? Like, are we? Is this another bad movie that we're that we're watching? Because I don't know. Because like kung fu movies have a different curve. You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah, I, I think this is probably a bad movie. Okay, so this is probably a bad movie. So this is like sitting down to watch The Room, then or something like that, right? If, if Tommy Wiseau punched a guy in the head until he died, yeah, yeah, basically exactly that. But uh, yeah, interesting. I I didn't realize this was a bad movie. Uh, I think it probably is. I haven't looked into it yet. I mean, don't get me wrong. I realized it was a bad movie while watching it. I just didn't. <laughs> I just it's not didn't... like a, a known bad movie. Yeah, yeah, like Troll Two or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna okay. list all the bad movies apparently. But uh, that's two. Yeah, that's two, and uh, that's it. Oh, Birdemic. Forgot about Birdemic. And probably Birdemic 2. Four. Excellent. So those are four bad movies that we may or may not have recommended or may or may not have reviewed. I don't remember. (laughs) Well, in either case, I think we should thank Lion Yeti for recommending this week's minute. Thank you. It was horrifying. It was horrifying and wonderful. As always, you can support the podcast by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast, you could email us at theminutepodcast at gmail.com, follow us on Twitter at MinutePod, or find us on Facebook. Yep. Right. Uh, this episode, hosted by Paul Reberg and John Ward, produced by John Ward, theme music by Paul Reberg, the same as literally every other episode so far, but you never know, we might change it. <laughs> All right. All right, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Holy crap, you made it to the end, we'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast.